From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, everybody. I bring in uh, Congressman Jason Smith, Republican from Missouri, ranking Republican on the Budget Committee. First of all, Jason, happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year, Larry. It's great to be with you, sir. I appreciate you doing this very, very much, uh, New Year's Eve. Not everyone wants to do it, but you wrote a great op-ed piece. Uh, I saw it in the Daily uh, Caller. Dems put America on a dangerous path. Now House Republicans have to turn it around. So I don't know what the total is, but the COVID relief bill is a couple trillion dollars. The uh, misnamed Inflation Reduction Act, $750 billion, omnibus $1.7 billion. Then you got your so-called chips bill. What was that, uh, $280 billion. Then there was the infrastructure bill. Uh, what was that, $1.1 trillion. That's a lot of money. That's, I don't know, it's over $4 trillion. Question is, can you stop this stuff now? Can you just put your foot down and put an end to it, Jason? Larry, we'll definitely be able to make an impact. Um, as you just recited all those numbers, it, it's just good to remind the listener that when the Democrats started this Congress with the one-party Democrat control, where they controlled the White House, the House, and the Senate, the first major piece of legislation they passed was a $2 trillion COVID spending package that rewarded all their wealthy environmentalists, their political friends, their allies, their donors. And the last piece of legislation that they finished this Congress of one-party Democrat, Democrat rule was another $2 trillion spending bill. In the last 23 months that they've had one-party rule, they've increased spending over the next year by over the next 10 years by $10 trillion hmm. increase. That that is more than all the spending that our country has done in its first 196 years of existence. And people wonder why inflation has gone up 14.3% since Joe Biden the oath of office, or real wages have declined 3.8% since Joe Biden's taken office. But when when Kevin McCarthy becomes speaker on January 3rd and Republicans take over, we can be the the brakes to all of this reckless spending. It, it is so unfortunate that they were able to push through this $2 trillion omnibus spending bill as their last legislative act, action. But from the next two years moving forward, they have to go through a Republican-controlled House of Representatives. And there's a lot of big fights ahead. There's future spending fights, but also, Larry, the debt limit increase is coming up. And Republicans in the House are going to use every tool in the toolbox to help control these economic crises that we're facing, whether it's the inflation crisis, the border crisis, or the energy crisis that you were just talking about whenever I came on. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And you should use uh, all the tools. You know, a couple of things you say in this op-ed that's uh, very important. First of all, uh, there were spending caps. Now, let me get this right, because I don't think I even knew this. Um, for the last 10 years, until Biden took office, Congress had capped annual discretionary spending increases by an average of 2% per year. That law was the outcome of a bipartisan negotiation over increasing the nation's debt. Since that law's expiration, spending has increased by a combined 16% over the last two years. I didn't know about this 2% cap uh, 
Is that the cap that, you know, uh, if you violate the cap, you're supposed to have an across-the-board automatic spending cut? Is that what you're referring to? That's exactly right. This was passed in 2011 when the Republicans took control of 2010. It was in August of 2011. It was the budget caps agreement. That was a 10-year agreement. And over that 10 years, from 2011 to 2021, when it expired, the increase of discretionary spending averaged 2% a year. Those caps fell off in 2021, the first year, the Democrats raised uh, discretionary spending 7%. This, this current package that was just signed into law this past week raised it 9%. So you're looking at 16% increase with no budget caps. And I want to remind everyone that that 10-year budget caps agreement was passed linked together with an increase of the debt limit. And it was also in the same situation that we're entering into. A Democrat controlled the White House. A Dem- Democrat controlled the Senate. But the Republicans just won the House of Representatives. Let's hope history can repeat itself. So the other thing that's in here that's so interesting, um, you talk about pay, uh, which uh, which goes along. Now, every increase in spending has to be accompanied by a decrease in spending. Is, is PAYGO part of this 2011 deal, Jason, or is this a separate thing? PAYGO was a separate thing, but it was also with a debt limit increase. Um, of course, uh, th- that th- it has been it has been historical to use debt limit to help control reckless spending, and that's why I say when we're looking at the debt limit this coming um, coming year that looks like it will expire sometime in midsummer, that we need to use every tool in the toolbox. But we need to not only look at um, the inflation crisis, the reckless spending, but we need to look at the energy crisis. We need to look at the border crisis and figure out every tool that we can to help deliver for working class Americans. Um, Jason Smith, how fast can you go after the 80 billion for the, uh, whatever it is, 170,000 new IRS agents? How fast can you go after that? I mean, it was so laughable to hear some of the the senators. In fact, it was a Republican senator that said, we have a conservative win out of this $2 trillion spending bill because we cut the IRS $275 million <laughs> when they're currently funded at over $12 billion on a yearly appropriation. And that $80 billion was just given to them three months prior in the Fake Inflation Reduction Act. That $80 billion, Larry, that was passed in the Fake Inflation Reduction Act was all mandatory spending. So that's not even discretionary. So we have to do use every tool to try to go after it. But one tool that you can use is zero out the IRS and their yearly spending. Zero them out. That's 12 to $13 billion that they would have to suck through on the other $80 billion. And when can that? Uh, when when can you go after that? You have to wait until the next budget. Of course, what they just did they uh, they passed funding now until the end of September thirtieth. But mm-hmm. we're going to have to do the appropriations pr- process starting when we return, and it needs to be passed before the end of September thirtieth for the next fiscal year. That's where you need to use the power of the person, every tool to go after. But I can tell you, uh, Kevin McCarthy has said from day one. The first resolution that will be on the floor 
Is it a bill that rescinds that $80 billion? But, you know, Washington's so broken, Larry. You have, like, the Congressional Budget Office that will come out with a score saying that if you repeal that $80 billion, it's going to cost the country $120 billion because oh. of extra audits that they could, they could increase. Where in the world can you eliminate $80 billion of spending that just started three months ago and it's going to cost you $120 billion? That's Washington numbers. That's how broken the budgeting process is, and that's what the Congressional Budget Office will end up scoring with six hundred, with six hundred dollar audits, <laughs> six hundred dollar audits. I love that. Well, they're gonna they're gonna be going after your Venmos, your your PayPal accounts, <laughs> everything else. It's all about having more control and command over the lives of all Americans, and it's not the wealthy Americans. It's the Americans that's barely getting by the sixty percent of us that are living paycheck to paycheck. No, I know. Uh, you know, you sell a $600 used couch. I mean, you're going to be audited. It's crazy stuff. You know, Jason Smith, that, that's the tragedy of the omnibus bill is it, it makes you wait. You could, If they had done the CR like they should have done the Republican senators, you could have gone after it right away. I mean, that's really the tragedy of this whole story or one of the tragedies anyway. That's absolutely the case. And we could have had a much, much better negotiation lever where the Republicans control one chamber, you could put your riders and restrictions on those out-of-control policies that this administration pushing, whether it's their war on U.S. energy, whether it's not paying attention to the laws to enforce the southern border, you name it. There's so many opportunities that were missed because a few retiring senators decided to get their special projects through. All right. Jason Smith, Congressman, terrific stuff. Very, very helpful. Happy New Year, my friend. All best coming up.